First of all, happy Easter. Um, it is so good to all be back together again. I mentioned it to everybody at the Easter vigil last night. Who was at the Easter vigil last night? Anybody? It's not a point system, but you get more. Um, good, good job. A lot of us were there and are a little dingy right now, but this is like the best day of the year for us, spiritually speaking. And I, I mentioned it there, but I had a super challenging Lent. You know, did anybody else have a super challenging Lent? It was just, I wanted to go deep, made the necessary sacrifices by the grace of God, something beyond, I won't have chocolate for 47 days or whatever. And there was a lot of really good spiritual uh, fruit from it. It was super challenging, it was super fruitful. Um, I'm so thankful for it, and I'm just really glad that it's over. And, uh, and so now we're into a totally different spiritual space. You know, this is kind of the cool thing about Catholicism is we have our own calendar. We have uh, different types of spiritual space. And so Lent is like, all right, God, is there any garbage between me and you? World, flesh, and devil. Is there anything that gets between us? Like, I'm going to take 40-some days. I'm going to get all of that out of my life um, by your power, by your help. And then when we get to Easter, we click into a different spiritual mode for about 50 days, and it's to focus on life and on the nature of life. It's kind of an odd thing because we're just living. A lot of times we don't spend a lot of contemplation in the reality of living until we get to the end of our life. And so we can't understand life, the true depth of it. We can't drink from that chalice, really, until we understand death on a deeper level and, and what it means. Remember, death is not something that God made. God is life itself, reality itself, being itself. Death is a lack of him. Evil is a lack of him. Just like darkness is a lack of light. It doesn't have existence in and of itself. It's a lack of something. That's what death is. He made us to live and to have life and to have it abundantly, as the scriptures say. Death was our idea. It's something that we dreamed up so we could be alone, essentially, try to be more independent, separated from the very structure of how we were created. What we didn't think of while we were dreaming that up, though, was the consequences of it. And the consequences of it was just being alone forever. It wasn't a temporary being alone. It was a a permanent one. And that fate, once it was sealed in, was so strong, we just didn't have the power to get out of it. I don't know about you, but I have gotten into situations before of my own free will that I did not have the power to get out of. And that was all of humanity, every single human being. Jesus dying it destroys that power over us. His dying destroys the very power of death. That's what it does. It changes our fate. A lot of us know the great saint, St. Maximilian Kolbe. He was a Franciscan priest, and he was captured during the war, during the Second World War, along with many other Priests, people don't realize that. There were tons of priests that died in the concentration camps. And he was sent to Auschwitz. 
And uh, several men, while he was there, attempted an escape. And they were caught. And as the Nazis were wont to do, they would just round up a bunch of guys and kill them to keep the fear high. And so they rounded up these guys. They're picking guys out of the line. And one guy just starts to plead for his life. And he says, I, I have a wife. I have kids. I got a family. I have to survive this. And St. Maximilian steps out of the line. Normally it would be death to even step out of the line. He steps out of the line and he says, I'll take this man's place if you let me. And for whatever reason, the commanding officer that day allowed them to switch. And the married man with the family went back into the line and St. Maximilian went to his death. And that man that he saved was at his canonization in St. Peter's Basilica with his family. His death, St. Maximilian's death, it gave that other guy life. It's just what it did. It changed his fate in that moment. That's what Jesus does for all of us. Man, if that truth hasn't gotten down into the deepest part of our being, we're not Christian yet. We're not Catholics yet. Because we all need that salvation. This is what Jesus' death does for it. It neutralizes the power of death. The question after that, though, is like, well, why do we need a resurrection then? If the power of death is, is already destroyed, if it's broken over us, why, why, why does Jesus even need to rise? And it's pretty simple. He's got to rise or we don't rise. Our bodies die. They break down like it's just what happens. If he doesn't, body and soul come back from the dead, we have absolutely no hope of body and soul coming back from the dead. And this is important because having a body and having a soul, it's what we are. That's our human nature. You've heard me say it before. We're not just really fancy monkeys. We're not just things that are super, super highly evolved, even though we are super highly evolved. Like we have a very complex physical system, but we also have a very complex spiritual system. That's what human beings are. We're flesh and spirit united, and we're not really ourselves unless the two of them are together. We're infinitely unique and only human when the two are together. That's how God made us, to have both forever. Not one or the other, both. Jesus rising from the dead it gives us the power to have both, to be who we really are, whoever God actually made us to be. We get to be that person forever. That's what the folks that came into the church last night were saying when they said, hey, I'm here, I want to be Catholic. And that's what we're all going to say when we renew our baptismal vows in just a second saying, I want to be me. I want to be the real me that God made me to be, just inside the fire and the love of his heart. Jesus' heart is on fire with love for us. I want to stay there into an infinite expanse of timelessness.
That's what I want. Everybody lives forever. It's just how we're designed. Everybody lives forever. We're eternal creatures in a temporary world. The resurrection of Jesus means that we get to live that eternity, body and soul, exactly how he made us to live it.